about to listen to the profound word of God, ministered by Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. Without a doubt, this will be a life-transforming experience as you acquaint yourself with the word of God and develop a rich and rewarding relationship with him. This message will certainly shape your life, fulfill your dreams, and guarantee your success. away God said to me preach this message and that's what I'm following it's just a simple message and it's called fix your eyes turn to someone and say fix your eyes I would have told you to put your fingers in their eyes but that would have been a bit rude uh, but but just say to them yo 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 fix your eyes there's a wrestler uh, called John Cena uh, and when he wants to, in, in, in his wrestling bout, he does something like this, you, you understand? Uh, which means, you can't see me. Uh, uh, meaning, you can't see me, I'll finish you, because you can't see me. Uh, and many of them can't see them, because their, their eyes, they're distracted. They're, 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 they're distracted. Um, funny enough, when he was sharing the story of this, uh, you can't see me, for the last 15 years, it wasn't actually that he came up with that it was they dared him to do uh, a song and they were doing this song and it came from one of these rappers and it was just like when you do this it means yo 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 so he got up there and was doing this uh, and then it became his signature that you can't see me and he will slam you while you can't see him but you got to turn to someone else and say uh, you can see God <laughs> The book of Philippians in chapter 4, before you think I'm carnal. Uh, Philippians chapter 4 and verse 13 to 14, the New Living Translation. It says, no, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it. I have not achieved it. But I focus on this one thing. Help me preach to someone this morning and just tap them gently and say, I have not achieved this. This year, tap them, say this year, I haven't achieved it, but I focus. Uh, Find someone else beside you and say, this year, bruv, I have not achieved it, but I focus. Talk to someone behind you, say, yo, 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 say, yo, 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 say, this year, I have not achieved it, but I focus. Say to yourself, I have one focus. Say this, say, I have one focus, forgetting the past, I'm looking. That's all he said. He says, guys, I can't tell you that I have achieved what I set out to do. But I still focus on this one thing. Forgetting the past, looking forward to what lies ahead. He says, and then I press. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Jesus, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. As a matter of introduction, we are in one of the most serious and sober Sundays of 2018. Because as we come to the 
end or as we come near to the end of another year, the end of another adventure, we are a little older, a little more experienced, but we also have more scars on our bodies and souls. In 2018, the beginning of the year, God told me that this year will be a year of rising. And the first quarter of the year, it didn't look like nothing was right. In fact, persecution, trouble, sickness, illness, and death rose. I think this year I've buried more people in worship tabernacle than I've ever buried in the 15 or 16 years of this church. Some you know, some you don't know, some quite... Uh, that you don't know but has been attached to us. I have personally conducted more uh, burials than I've ever had before and some of them were very dicey and tricky. But it made us rise to another level. Did I think it wasn't going to come? No. I knew one day I'm going to have to make a decision. I'm going to have to do something I don't want to do. But it shows us that right from the pulpit all the way to the pew, many of us have gone through trials that may not actually line up with what the word of God told us this year, seemingly. And year endings can be trying times, times of uncertainty. And many people fall apart as we analyze the year and find out, find for most People, they feel disappointment uh, in their achievements. For some, great joy. For some, an average, non-eventful year. But as as I've always said in Washington Tabernacle over the last 15 years of this church, that the way you exit a place, a year, a season, a job, a relationship, will determine how you enter into another one. As we even approach the Christmas season, uh, we spend most of the season looking for the perfect gift, searching for bargains, (laughs) searching for just the right decorations, searching for a parking spot at the mall. Uh, Many people uh, really don't recognize that even at the first Christmas, people missed it the way we've missed it too. Uh, Many people at the very first Christmas missed the Christmas because they were looking for other things. It is easy to walk right past the manger with our arms full of gifts. The innkeeper would never believe that he had just sent God into the cold when he rejected Mary and Joseph. And people would scoff at anyone who would have told you that Messiah is in the arms of a teenager at the outskirts of the village. But those who missed his majesty's arrival that night, night missed it not because of evil acts or malice. They, no, they missed it because they were not looking for him. They were not looking for him. And many times, as I said in our prayer, many people missed the supernatural because they were looking for the spectacular. So, I've just got a brief encouragement this, this, this morning that as we 
enter into this season of Advent, as we were already in the season of Advent, and as we enter and get close to Christmas and, and close to the end of the year, we sometimes hear this word that we need to do an evaluation of how the year went. Yes, we should. But, but, but as we approach the end of the year, we need to ask ourselves, for some of people who have been through what I've been through, and everyone's been through different things, how do we actually turn the negatives of this year into positives and have faith for the future? How, how do we keep focus and keep momentum and keep moving? How, how do we wrap this year up God's way so our exit will produce a great entry into our 2019? How do we do that? How did, did Paul reach a particular stage where he says, I haven't achieved it. I absolutely have not achieved it. But then how did he say, I focus and then I press? What, what, what made him do that? What made him get to that place where he could say, I can easily forget the things behind me because I'm looking towards the future. And God said to me, he said, son, fix your eyes. Fix your eyes. What you're looking at will determine where you go. Fix your eyes. Fix your eyes. And God taught me briefly the ABCs of looking. How you look is important. The ABCs of looking. And the first thing I want to share with you this morning to give you joy. To get you out of depression. To, know, to understand that disappointment comes to everyone. And to understand that years don't actually determine achievements. It doesn't. Because many people achieved great things in 2017. And became a monumental failure in 2018. I, I want to teach you that God does not walk in the time zones that we have created. Because when God created heaven and earth. He just created day and night. He didn't create calendars. He didn't create BC that they've now tried to remove now because BC is, not, is, is offensive before Christ is offensive. So they've removed it right now. They've replaced it with something forgettable. I don't want to know. Uh, um, um, but God, God, God's still laughing in heaven like whether you change it to BC, ADC, UC, uh, MEC, uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter what you change it to, you can't change the purpose of life, the purpose of why I came. It's unimaginable that they want to put God in time that he created. He says in the beginning was God. The beginning didn't create God. God created the beginning. There was no beginning without the person who began the beginning. He was the beginning of all things. Before him there was no one. After him there will be no one. He says, I am the beginning. I'm the first. I'm the last. I'm the alpha. I'm the omega. I'm the beginning. I'm the end. So you can't put me in time that I created. And that's the reason why I give you two times. There's a time that everybody else follows. And there's something called the, 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 the there's a chronos time. And there's something called uh, Kyle, this church, ah, I've taught you well, man. Even pastor forgot, you remembered. So, and, and he says, the chronos time is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, January, February, March, April, uh, down to December. God's not interested in December. He doesn't even, he's not even interested in what time you give him that he was born. Call it Christmas, Christmas. He's not interested. He, he's not interested in the time. He's interested in his purpose. 
And that's why I like one president who came back and said it is Merry Christmas, not Happy Holidays. Loathe him, don't like him, at least God sent him to say it is what called what? Merry Christmas. He, he, he was his vow before he came to the office, he has fulfilled it. And making it clear that even if you don't support me, I will raise stones up that will still bring my will to pass. And God is saying, you, you, you know what, I, I don't walk in time. I don't walk from January to December. Don't put me in a box. I walk out of time. I walk as a chaos moment. When everybody shuts down on the 29th of December, 30th of December, I can put your life, your word, your will in someone while they're sleeping and say, rise and send that email. Even though the, shot, even though the officer shot, send that email that you want to see them first time in, 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 in January and actually you want to offer them a job because God can raise someone from the doldrums of despair and set them on the rock to say, while everybody says I write this year off, God says where you put a full stop, I have a heavenly eraser, I will erase, it's just a comma, not a full stop, it's just a pause, because I am the God that does wonders, I am the God that can turn it around, but everything has to do with our attitude it has to do with our attitude because there are some things that I, I, I walked in I walked in to December and I said you know what, let's just chill out the year has gone. God says, which one? Which year? 2018, 2019? I don't understand what year you're talking to me about. And then I got, what is, I mean, 2018, I'm out of time. I don't deal with time. A thousand years before God is like one day. One day is like a thousand years. He doesn't deal with time. So if you've shut down and you've stopped sending emails because of a job, you have made a monumental mistake. Get back on it. Because while everyone is shutting down, God is about to say, you know what? The coast is clear for me to do the miraculous. He told me, he says, understand the simple ABCs of looking. And number one, You've got to avoid looking back. He says, he says, he says, one thing that I do is I am looking forward. I'm forgetting the past. There's an adage from where my wife comes from that says when an old man falls he looks back when a young man falls he looks forward the old man looks back and sees it as a learning process not a losing process the young man looks forward because he sees it as a losing process Deep down in her village, where she comes from, there's another adage. Because this one is deeper than the surface. Because where she comes from, there's the one that everyone knows. And then there's the one where her family trees come from. Where her family tree comes from, says this, that what a young man sees on the top of a tree, an old man will see sitting down, is called vision. It's called what they look at. The old man doesn't look at what tripped him. He looks at how did I fall? The young man gets up and keeps running without learning how did I fall. Paul didn't say I eradicate the past. He says I forget 
what has brought me down. And then I press forward. When you keep looking back, you visit the past. When you keep looking back, you live in the past. When you keep looking back, you see the eyes of the future through the lens of the past. And, and in the book of Genesis chapter 19 and verse 26, it says, But Lot's wife behind him looked back and she became a pillar of salt. And each time we look back, we keep staying in a stagnant pillar of salt experience. Isn't it unimaginable that the fire came down but still did not destroy the pillar of salt? It didn't destroy Lot's wife. Because everyone could see what happens to a person that keeps looking back. Have you ever, has anyone ever been like been there before? Now in our cars, we have rear mirrors. Rear, you know, when you're reversing, you, you look at the mirror. And when you're going back, if you're going to hit something, it goes, pe, 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 and, 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 and it will show you. One of the things my wife doesn't know until now is yesterday I had an accident with that, reversing back. She doesn't know that with our car. She doesn't know. She didn't even check. Uh, 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 and now she knows. Uh, God help me. Uh, so I was at the barbers and I just put it in reverse and I so much depended on the thing to speak to me. Yet, the problem was I was looking forward and I depended on the thing. The thing spoke to me at the last minute when I heard something occur. So you know, men, what you do, you know if it was your wife who was driving the car and had that, she would start shouting. So I quickly cleaned it and then left it like that. God, have mercy on my soul. But the thing is this, is that even with all the gadgets that you have in your car, can you still drive looking backwards? With all the gadgets... Now they've got this car that is driverless. God help them. For me, as for me and my house, uh, we will keep driving what I know. But, uh, uh, but, but even that itself has a forward and a reverse gear. The reverse gear takes you back. The forward gear takes you forward. But even with that, un- until you fix your eyes and keep looking forward, you're still going to crash and remain in the same place. And God is saying to us, he says, learn to fix your eyes. Ruth chapter 3 and verse 3. Naomi said to Ruth, wash thyself therefore and anoint thyself and put thy raiment upon thee. He says, and get thee down to the floor, but make not thyself known unto the man until he shall have done eating and drinking. He said, wash thyself and anoint thyself. Why, is, why did he say to her, wash thyself and anoint herself? Because she knew that, that Ruth should not approach Boaz smelling like Moab. Uh, 
for every ethnicity, there is a kind of smell given to them. You know you can walk into a house and you can smell which house is this. <laughs> Matthew just lifted up his hand because uh, if you walk into Matthew's house, there are two smells that you will find out. There's the Ghanaian smell, there's the Indian smell. So you may not be able to understand that. But there's also such places you walk into and you will know, hmm, I know who lives in this house. Are you following what I'm saying? Because, because even if they leave the house and they're going outside, that smell kind of just follows them. It's, it's been embedded in their bloodstream out to their sweat pores. And everywhere they go, you can tell... Have you ever have you ever left the home smelling of fried plantain? <laughs> yeah, it's never happened to you. And all the perfume you put on yourself, you can still smell the smell. Are you following what I'm saying? And 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 and, and you kind of approach someone. I, I've done that before, and they kind of approach you, want to give you a help, but you can smell them from afar, and you just let, because when they hug you, they hug you with a bear hug, and then their smell comes upon your smell, and your smell was expensive because you douse yourself so much in the morning. Now, 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 listen to this. God, uh, Naomi was saying to Ruth. He shouldn't know who you are first. Ah, this is going to bless someone. Because if you show your failures first, then he would ignore you. Uh, Number two, don't show what you have been through. Because if you show what you have been through, he may feel that you're a witch. Because your husband died and all those associated with you died. Uh, this is going to bless uh, someone this morning. He, so he said, wash yourself and anoint yourself. Don't leave the house without the makeup. You just you left the house anyhow. Anyhow, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to go and see uh, that person down the road. And when they see you, you miss your opportunity because you're you're smelling and you're looking like what you came from. Mm -hmm. Mm. There are some people who are believing God for a husband and they're still looking the way they looked 42 years ago, 10 years ago, 5 years ago. And even if we're trying to... to, no, 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 no. Not tush. Uh, <laughs> even if we're trying to embellish them, they said, ah, I, I, I like how I am. Yeah, but Naomi said, I know how you look, but right now, wash yourself and anoint yourself because where you're going is different from where you're coming from. Your 2019 is different from 2018. Where you're going is different from where you're coming from. Where you're coming from may look bad, but where you're going looks good. And, and the man says, Uh, who is this woman because to be honest with you how you dress is how you will be addressed okay 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 Uh, i miss i miss someone if you do not wash off the past it will threaten your future i have come to realize interesting about a lot of people i'm gonna have to stop here uh, people tend to forget that their past is only a snapshot of their life. And 
Then they turn that snapshot into a portrait. So listen to this. Look at this. This morning, I took a photograph of this. This is just a snapshot. It's just a snapshot of a picture. Can you zoom in? Is there anyone on the cameras? We need help. Uh, uh, since there's no one, it's just, just for sake of... Ca- only wants to come and do the camera. Don't spoil it. <laughs> so, it's just a snap... Snap... Whatever. Uh, it's just a snapshot of a picture. I woke up this morning took this snapshot. While I was there, the ushers were there and they had no idea what I was doing. What I was doing was secret to me. What I was doing, there was no one there. What I was doing was just a snapshot. Now, in this snapshot, as far as it is, any mistakes on this snapshot you can't see. And you know the thing about this snapshot is I can take it and you won't see it anymore. But you know what many of us have done? We've taken the snapshot. And made it a portrait. This one, uh, this is, uh, I manage. I can't destroy. Because what was temporary has become permanent. Take a selfie, I'm okay. <laughs> it's become permanent. Is anyone? Uh, and, 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 and so. What was done in secret, you have shown the entire world. What you could have washed off and anoint yourself has now become a permanent fixture in your life. What was a mistake, a fault? Who? I got pregnant. Yes, mistake, a fault. You have turned that into a portrait. Oh, 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 I failed in that last job. I was kicked out. I was dismissed. Was a snapshot that God says I can delete, but I can't delete it if you've made it a portrait. Because it was temporary to lead you to your permanent destination, not a stopgap. This is what many of us are turning 2018 into. And you know, with this, you won't see the flaws. But with this, you will see the flaws. And that what many of us are doing is instead of washing it off, when we approach people, we are approaching them with the portrait. I'm a failure. I'm depressed. My boyfriend let me down. I was supposed to get married, but I'm no more married. So no more makeup. No more shoes, no weaves anymore. All we're just seeing is a caricature of a failure. 
showing themselves that what happened in my life is no more a scar, but a permanent feature of my life. Why? Because I have failed to understand that I have to avoid the past. So the best thing for me sometimes to do is to lay the burden on Jesus. He said he can carry it, delete it, and then I can move forward. But it's fortunate that all of us, including the drummer, <laughs> are carrying what's supposed to be a temporary assignment that we can delete and turn it into a permanent thing. Let me close by saying don't write an obituary of your life instead of an autobiography. That's just point one. Don't write an obituary of your life instead of an autobiography. Because many people today are writing an obituary where God says it is a process. Joseph, they let you down in 2017 or 2018. But they had to let you down so that I can lift you up. But if you stay down, you have written an obituary. And what's supposed to be chapter 3 of your life has become the chapter 1 and the end of it. And this is where depression comes into place. Pastor, so, so, so what do I need to do? Avoid looking back. What do I need to do? Bypass looking at it. Bypass it. You, you, the first one was A. Avoid looking back. Because if you look back, you will make it a permanent fixture. Fixture in your life. But what do you do with number two? You look and you bypass. It may never go away, but you can bypass it. This thing didn't stop me. I looked at it, and then I bypassed it. Because if you don't bypass it, you will still remain where you are. Look past the negative situation of the year. Always look for God in every negative situation. Always look to God when you're faced with rejection. Listen, the reason Mary had to give birth in the cave stable was that door after door was shot in Joseph's face where they could give birth. Many of you don't understand this. You are 
at the place where you're pushing. It's coming, Joseph. It's coming, Joseph. It's coming, Joseph. And Joseph says, give me one minute. Give me no, no, no. My wife is pregnant. She's about to give birth. Sorry, close the door. Hey, my wife is pregnant. She's supposed to give birth. Sorry, shut the door. My wife is pregnant. Please help me. Shut the door. He was frantic. He was crying. No one would help him. He bypassed all that and says, Mary, even if it's in a stable, let's give birth. Because it is not the place you give birth that's important. It is who you're giving birth to. He could have been offended. There was no room in the inn. Just go to the manger and just give birth. What is God saying to us this year? Avoid looking back. Bypass. Looking at it. Instead of worrying about what did or who to blame or what to blame, focus on where you want to be and what you want to do. Now listen to this. Let me Second Corinthians chapter four verse eighteen. Second Corinthians chapter four verse eighteen. Listen to what it says. So we what? Are you asleep? So we what? What? You need to speak to me with faith. So we what? No, 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 so let's do, let's personalize it. So what? I fix my eyes not on what? But on sins. But that which is, is eternal. The inn was temporal. No one goes to watch the inn. How many people went with us, sorry? How many people went with us to, 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 to Israel last year? How many people yeah, went this? Did we see the inn? It is, uh, we don't know where the inn is. But we saw the manger. So God has the, he has the power to turn what was a rejection into an election. He bypassed it. He says, fix your eyes on what is not seen. I can't see what I need to see today. But I can see the unseen God. The word fixed from the Greek word has an idea of concentrating your gaze. It means to look away from other things so that you can focus all your attention on one object. Obstacles is what you see when you take your eyes off the goal. You become what you continually focus on. If I focus on this object, I may remain sleeping forever. But if you lift up your eyes onto God and bypass what you're currently looking at, you look into the spiritual realm and God says, I'm able, I'm capable, I can do this. For what you focus on will mold your future. What you see will drive you. You arrive at your destination even before you get there. Listen to me. How many people get into the car and just get into the car and don't know where they're going? Nowadays, thank God for God who has helped us make a way where there seems to be no way. Now we've got ways. You understand? We've got ways. We've got Google Map. Are you following what I'm saying? So when you just imagine you get into the car, you get into Google Map, uh, map it says, 
Where's your destination? No, you say, no, it is where I'm starting from that I want to put in. Uh, Google Maps says, I can identify where you're starting. I just want to know, where are you going? No, don't worry about where I'm going. Let me put in the postcode of where I am. And that's what we do. He's asking us, where are you going? Now, when you put in the postcode of where you're going, Google Map or Waze now starts to do a scan of every single obstacle or traffic that you may meet. And then it will come back and say, this is the best what? This is the best route that you can take. However, Google Map or Waze does not stop there. You can now start your journey. And then after a while, boom, something comes up and says, I can foresee there is traffic about, uh, uh, ahead. I am taking you through another route which will save you, what, five, ten minutes. And then as you go through that route, before you get there, especially on, like on the M25, as you're about to turn off junction 15, or no, junction 17, and you're going to 15, it now comes back and says, oh, the traffic has been cleared now. Continue on your journey. That's the same thing with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes on the inside of us and says, don't worry where you're going. Bypass all the obstacles because I am your navigator. I will lead you beside the still waters. But if you keep looking at the problem, you will not bypass it. And number three, continue looking up. The ABCs of looking says, avoid looking back. Bypass looking at it. And continue looking up. Therefore, since we are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, Hebrews 12, 1 to 2, let us lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, who is the author, the founder, the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of God. Continue looking up. Let me give you three or four things that you can do. Don't look around. Don't allow severe persecution and delay in the fulfillment of God's divine promise stop you from looking unto Jesus. Isaiah 45, 22 says, Look to me and be saved, all you ends of the earth. For I am God and there is no other. Many are depressed because of what they're looking at. What you give your attention to controls you. Look away from other runners in the race to Christ. Our Christian life is compared to running in a race and not simply running. <laughs> Let me say this. You are running a race, not simply running. Like a morning jog or a hundred meters dash. The race is not competition but concentration. Have you not seen, has anyone seen the Olympics before? I've seen it. Where people are running. You, uh, you understand? I'm not sure if you've done that before. You haven't. But maybe some have done it in the Olympics. It's 5,000 meters. And they keep running. And they keep running. And then there is the last lap. Last 400 and I've seen this before. The guy's on. He was out in front. And then he was running. And he keeps looking back. He keeps looking back. He keeps looking. He's looking for his competition. The problem he has is two things. One, the more you look back, the less momentum you have to go forward. 
Then secondly, the more you look back, the more you feel discouraged when the other runner is gaining up on you. And I've seen it so many times. There was one I said, I kept saying to the screen, keep looking, keep going, keep going, focus, focus. He didn't focus. He kept looking this side and looked this side and looked this side and three passed him. He went from gold to nothing. It is not competition. It is concentration. Let me stop by saying, don't look at what others have achieved this year. Look at what God is doing through you. Because when I continue to look at him and not on the other runners, faith will start to arise on the inside of me. He is the author. He is the cause. We are the effect. It doesn't matter where we begin this year or how we end. But we know he begins in us and he will finish what he began. When Peter started to look at the waves and not on Jesus, he started to sink. Don't sink because you're comparing yourself. Peter and John looked at the man. He says, look at us. Silver and gold have we not. But what we have, we give unto you. Continue to look at us. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, what? Rise up and walk. What they said to him is, you're focusing on money instead of focusing on Jesus. You're focusing on social media instead of focusing on Jesus. Because your story is not an obituary. It is an autobiography. When you stop worrying, you will start winning. Did you get anything from it? You've been listening to Ty Adeshugba, pastor of Worship Tabernacle Church. We hope you enjoyed this message. For further inquiries, visit us at www.worshiptabernacle.org.uk Alternatively, call us on 020-7435-3939 You can find us at the Citadel, Worship Tabernacle, 131 St. John's Way, N19 3RQ, Archway, London. Thank you for listening.